Welcome to Climate Quickies, bite-sized nuggets of climate goodness from our TED experts in under five minutes. In this week's Climate Quickie, we hear from an executive director at Climate Imperative and an all-round great person, Bruce Niles. Bruce shares why there's a big health problem being cooked up in our kitchens, in our gas stoves. This is a part of a broader conversation about why we have to get gas out of our buildings. End of. Let's head over to Bruce to tell us more. Stay curious. So can you tell us, why is your gas stove killing you? Well, I have to pick up, Miriam, on your great point, which is, is natural gas a fossil fuel? So I live in Oakland, California now, but I actually grew up in Northwest England. And for my entire childhood, I shoveled coal from the back shed to warm our house. And it was right when natural gas was being drilled for in in the North Sea. And we longed to get rid of that coal and get natural gas because that was modern and cool and cleaner than coal. Uh, And that was sort of my image of natural gas basically for the last several decades and spent, as you suggested, uh, a lot of time working on retiring coal plants because we know that they're really bad for our health. They're really bad for the climate. And uh, we've had enormous success both in the U.S. and um, amazing organizations similarly across in Europe, phasing out coal and replacing it with cleaner energy. And then after doing this work for almost 20 years, someone said to me, you know, the biggest piece of your carbon footprint are the four gas appliances in your home. I said, what are you talking about? They're like, your water heater, your furnace, your dryer, and your stove. Not the dryer. No way. Are you telling the truth? Four gas appliances. It was a bigger carbon footprint than my car when I used to have a oil-fired car, gasoline car, petrol car. And I had never heard the story. And I was like, it can't be true. It just can't be true. So I did my research and I was like, oh, yeah. As we've been making progress on all these other sectors, there's this thing literally under our feet or in our basement or uh, in the closet that is emitting enormous amounts of pollution. So that was the first big revelation. But the second that really knocked my socks off was when someone said, you know, three of those devices are required to be vented outside. All the pollution from heating water, drying your clothes, and heating your space, the pollution when they burn that gas has to be vented through a chimney outside. One doesn't. And then I was like, the stove? And they're like, yes, you're burning a fossil fuel inside a building, inside your home, inside your kitchen one of the most sacred of all places. And no one told us that when we're cooking, whether it's boiling water for pasta or um, uh, a holiday dinner, that we're emitting large amounts of pollution inside our homes. And we're still, the levels of pollution that we've known about for almost three decades are above levels that would be illegal outdoors in our homes. So that has been a big revelation. And that's when I first met Miriam, uh, sort of sharing the story of we're burning a fossil fuel. It is indeed a fossil fuel. And we're burning it inside our home. And because of very effective lobbying by both home builders and um, the gas lobby, we've sort of missed this big thing that's in plain view. That if you think through it, right, it's a fossil fuel, it's dirty. When you burn it, it produces a lot of pollution. We're doing it in our kitchen. And we've never... Um, had the regulators or the, the gas industry be honest about, in fact, proposing 
a serious health risk to people indoors whenever we have the temerity to turn on our kettle or oh, cook our man. dinner. That's wild. I don't even open the window when I use the cooker. That's so bad. What the heck? I didn't know that at all. Uh, wait, so... All right. Sorry. Sorry to just hijack this, but two questions from, from the beginning. Firstly, from the last couple of episodes we've done, people have um, spoken about this idea of cleaner fuels. Um, and is, is that just a myth? Is, there, is everything just bad? Is there no lack, apart from electricity, is there nothing that's good? It's a mirage, and they've been very effective, right? So for a long time, um, the the ad agencies in the United States working with the coal industry put out clean coal. You can make coal clean. And it was nothing but an advertising effort to try to rebrand oh, no. something that is filthy as clean. Like um, milk. Now, <laughs> so when you burn a unit of gas and a unit of coal, yes, in many regards, the gas is cleaner. Okay. But, but that's sort of like light cigarettes. It's right. still smoking. And... So if we're actually trying to have a healthy and sustainable planet, we can't be burning coal or gas. And particularly from a health perspective, I mean, nobody would burn coal in their kitchen without a chimney. And here we are burning gas in our homes without chimneys. And it's a pollutant that may be very familiar to your, um, to your audience because it's an issue that is front and center, particularly in London with all the diesel cars. So um, Europe, uh, as a part of trying to solve this climate change problem, as you know, went hard on investing in diesel engines. Well, one of the big downsides, one of the several big downsides of diesel is it emits a lot of nitrogen dioxide. That is the same pollutant that comes from your gas stove. Thanks for listening to this quickie. This episode was created by our usual superstar podcast team and supported by TEDx London's headline partner, City. Until next time. Stay curious.